When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped has created the best ball trimmer ever, the Lawnmower 3.0. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code WATP20 at manscaped.com. Hi, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to episode 249. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Hello, Rubber Dicks and Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show with wall-to-wall coverage of Meghan Markle's horrible traumatic life. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week, a woman who both John Melendez and Chad Zumach do not find to be very funny. <laughs> She's the host of the Wet Spot on Compound Media, as well as the Chrissy Mayer podcast. That's right. Gums herself, Chrissy Mayer. What is happening, Chrissy? Wow. It's such an honor to be back. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. You sound fantastic. Is the Thank you. Is the wind calm at the baseball game today? What's going on? There, you know, there's. I had to move the baseball game specifically for this podcast. I'm like, look, guys. Little League can wait. The zoo can wait. I'm doing nothing today except for this podcast. Other co-hosts can learn from you. Thank you very much. Please go to <laughs> whoarethese.com. We get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course, the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. I just recorded another crossover episode with Dick Masterson that will be dropping any time now. I don't know when it's going to be ready. Wait, is it too late? Not in charge Is it of too that. late for me to yell something? No, go for it. W-A-T-B. There it is. Did, did Frank tell you to do that? Are you getting coached over there? <laughs> Discord did. Oh, uh, okay. Somebody in the chat. Uh, also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Hopefully, we'll have one of our friendly review girls on to read some reviews later on in the show. We will see. Today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called This Is Paris. Chrissy and I have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a show hosted by Paris Hilton and a guy named Hunter March. Did you know that? No, I just call him Cuck. Like, he just is sort of her sassy little sidekick. I was just like, oh, They never introduce him. It's like he does not matter. However, he pretty much runs the show. Oh, absolutely. He he runs the whole thing. He he does her job for her. He yes. asks the questions and like you can tell this guy has to know everything about Paris's life. 
past, future, present relationships. And it just makes you wonder, like, why is Paris even here? Well, her this name, guy does her whole job for her. Her name is on the podcast. So I'm guessing that that's why she's there. But I was trying to figure out, because they, they talked about, so Amy Schumer's on. And mm-hmm. they talk about how Amy is a big fan of Paris's. In fact, let me play you this clip. This is after Amy leaves the show, after the, the long interview. And then they're chatting about it. This is Hunter and Paris chatting about it afterwards. Someone that we both admire, you admire, Amy Schumer, ended up being a huge fan of you and really admired not only, you know, the simple life, but everything you're doing uh, with your advocacy. That made me so happy to hear. I've always loved her. And just to hear someone speak like that about me, just it made me feel just so proud and excited and just feel so good all over, like... Like, wow. Who is a fan of Paris Hilton? What does she do? I know that the what, simple what is, life yeah, was what on advocacy? 20 years ago. What? It's just like, it's just like you could just throw the title around. Like, oh, I'm an activist. I do advocacy. She has, she has no specifics for anything she does. She has the charisma of a staph infection. This woman <laughs> lacks any type of charisma or wit. I don't understand. She's not a show host like we talked about. She needs Hunter there to ask questions. I don't know how you, anyone is a Paris Hilton fan. I don't, who are, if somebody is a fan, can you please fans? reach out to yeah. me? Tell me what the fuck you like who's about watching, this woman. Who's listening to this fucking podcast? Because it's like Paris Hilton is now 40. Yeah. If you were watching The Simple Life, you're probably at the youngest, like 35 this is probably 35 to 45 year olds. But let's not pretend that The Simple Life was some runaway hit on television. That wasn't a big show. They're acting oh, like that was the biggest God. fucking show. There's so many fans from it's like, no, it was two spoiled cunts <laughs> on a farm. It's crazy. It's if all the callers and guests like are kind of are given like a index card full of talking points. Because yes. so many folks are bringing up, oh, I love the simple life. Like they have to. Like there's a gun pointed at their head. Like oh, I love the simple life. Uh, don't hurt me. You know. And it's like this was a, this show was kind of a joke. And and if you listen to a few episodes of this show, it's there's so many interesting like little. It, it's like a mystery. You know because. I think they're really trying to hammer the point home that they really want people to think, oh, the simple life. It was all an act. I was just acting stupid. This was a comedy. This was an, in Amy Schumer's like, it was so funny. I just love the way like you knew what was funny. And I'm like, I don't think anybody believes anything that they're saying. All right. So uh, I got a couple of examples of that. This is talking about how her being on the simple life was empowering to women. You said that her on simple life was like, you know, empowering from a feminist perspective, or you said it was, it was feminist, feministic. Um, I agree now knowing that Paris was doing a, basically a performance the entire time with Nicole and captivating the entire world. Did you know that at the time or were you like the public just being like, I can't tell. So I don't think anyone would describe reality television as empowering and especially not the simple life. But after they explained that Paris Hilton was putting on an act, she's not really that dumb. She was pretending to be dumb for the TV show. You have a clip on here that I want to play. And this is Amy Schumer, who's a big fan of that show. Did you guys all hear that? That I had a clip? Oh, you have have many clips on here. You have many clips. (laughs) (laughs) Your fucking victory laps are coming early (laughs) and often here, Chrissy. (laughs) I'm not at a baseball game. I brought a clip. (laughs) So... This is her, Amy talking about how she loves people who are honest. That's what she's attracted to. No, I, I loved it. And I loved that 
And I still love that, like unapologetic, um, you know, just self-actualized. Like people, you know, there's this podcast that I love called Poog. It's a goop backwards with Jacqueline Novak and Kate Berlant. And it really is just like people not apologizing for who they are and just sharing their genuine thoughts and feelings. And there's just something so refreshing about that because, um, especially right now where people are really checking themselves and as we should be, you know, um, it's just fun to see people like, you know, fully living in their own skin and being like, this is me and this is who I am and where I come from. And I'm going to share this like, you know, insight into my life, but I'm not going to apologize for it. Uh, is is just so appealing to me. Well, that's retarded. They're contradicting themselves. Uh, she's so contradicting. So Amy is talking about in this clip, how much she loves people who are refreshing and honest. And you're like, okay, but it literally in the, in like the, the breath before that, literally what she, in, I guess it's called, seven in the in the little segment right before she said that amy is is totally kissing paris's ass like licking her asshole like kissing her ass so hard which everybody on this show does whoever whether you're a guest or you're calling in um and then amy actually says that anyone who's upset about cancel culture has problematic behavior and then literally (laughs) the next thing she says is how much she loves people who are honest and unapologetic so it's like i think amy is truly confused yes about either what she feels or what is quote right to say right i i think that's the point is that they're all trying to play by these rules that keep changing and they're not sure what to say or how to say it there's a few times she contradicts herself let me play your track seven that you were just alluding to and so i don't want to say a joke that's going to hurt someone's feelings anymore and and in terms of um you know making people anybody who's upset about cancel culture i think is probably has problematic behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the way that people are being um, asked to answer for themselves, if you aren't, I don't, if you're evolving and you're educating yourself, then, then I think it's okay. And, and hopefully you won't be canceled or whatever. If you are actually putting in genuine, authentic efforts to, to educate yourself and, and, and move with, the culture and the way that thank God it's going. Listen how measured every single word is too. And she's making zero sense. So careful. She's just like, she wants you to know more than anything else that she is. She's super woke and yep. she's not here to. Yeah. And anytime someone says problematic behavior, you have to just, just like, ugh. like you're no longer a comedian. Like you're too successful yeah. to be a comedian. You're too rich. Do something else. I don't know. No, she literally said cancel culture is fine because everyone who gets canceled deserves it. Yeah. That's what she just literally fucking said. It's like, dummy, they're going to come for you next. You don't realize that? That's how this works. Right. She's definitely somebody who, if you look back, like, I don't know, 10, 15 years when she was first starting out, I'm sure she said a lot of funny stuff and funny equals problematic. So. Well, I'm sure people could get her for something. Yes. All right. So here's an anecdote that she tells on the Paris Hilton show. And then I'm going to explain to you why I pulled this one out. And my son pukes on me last night. Like it was just one of those, like, you know, like if you've ever had a baby, had the pleasure of having a baby throw up on you, it's like so much, like you can't believe it's coming out of them. And it was like, I was just slimed. Like I had to change everything. My underwear was soaking wet. Like everything was, and it was like, you know, and I almost threw up that I was, it's just vomiting is, is funny. You know, that's hot. 
So this is an anecdote that she brings on a show with her. I used to listen to Amy Schumer on the Opie and Anthony show. She would talk about letting a cab driver finger her while driving her home. <laughs> That's the Amy Schumer I want to listen to. That's an exciting story. Getting puked on by your toddler. Not so much. Yeah, her toddler's not going to finger her. Probably ever. <laughs> it's just a little more boring. The, the toddler only fingered her once. <laughs> Happy birthday. Was, we were taking a bath. <laughs> Never again. So I Ugh. love that. These two, they're both about the same age, Paris and Amy Schumer. They they get together on the show, and Hunter asks if they've ever worked together before. Thank you so much for doing this, by the way. Thanks for thinking of me. I'm excited. Me too. Have you guys worked together before? No. No. Just communicated. Just loved, just sent love to each other. You guys are both very lovely people, so that would make perfect sense. Yes. We're pen pals we on DM. angels. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what would they have done together? So you have yeah. Amy Schumer, who's a stand-up, and then she got a TV show, and then she's been in movies. Paris fucked her boyfriend on the internet. What what, what would they have done together? I don't understand what kind of work. Yeah. But where's the it, crossover? Where's the crossover in this? This whole episode truly sounds like you have Paris Hilton and this Hunter guy. And to me, it sounds like, oh, that Paris is the coolest girl in school, co- like coolest girl in high school, plus her sassy gay friend. It, it This whole episode sounds like the two of them are just volunteering to sit with Amy at lunch. Right. And like the loser girl in high school, which is, which is not true. Like I went to the same high school as Amy Schumer. She was very cool. She made fun of my sister who was in the same grade as her. She played volleyball. She was cool but in this podcast it makes it sound like amy's like the loser girl and paris and hunter are like the that are just you know like a make-a-wish podcast yeah. episode yeah you know? right well let you be cool for a day yes <laughs> yeah, hey. and then amy is very like you know she like makes fun of herself and she's like well like no one's trying to get into my circle of friends and everyone's trying to be your friend paris like i, I don't know what are they t- what are they t- both of these women are so unlikable in every single way, when they were talking about being standoffish and not really bringing in new friends into their circle, I'm like, who the fuck wants to be friends with you? You're a vapid cunt. What are you talking about? Uh, and at this point, it's like, you've won, Amy. Like, you're you're a winner. Like, you're, you're rich, you're successful, you've married an autistic guy. Like, you've done it. You have a son now. You're on a show with a woman who once fucked her boyfriend on the internet. By the way, I want to point this out because I've been talking about, I was on Drew and Mike talking about Paris Hilton because it was kind of teasing this. So I went back and watched that sex tape again. She wasn't even that into it. Like I've been with with girls like Paris that they're just kind of like, eh, I guess if the cock's right there, I'll touch it. It's like, hey, not for nothing. I came in a sock yesterday. Okay. Get over yourself. So she wasn't enthusiastic. She, she wasn't was, like spitting all over the dick. No, she, wasn't, like, she wasn't doing any of the fun things. Oh God. The fact <laughs> that you could get so famous off of a mediocre sex tape makes me wish that I had done one. Well, you also have to start off being a billionaire. I think that's True. part of it too. Oh my God. This whole, that's what I was thinking too. This, this whole podcast, when she gives business advice, like Paris <laughs> is so out of touch. She, she, she doesn't know the degree to which she has been given a leg up in every facet of her life. Like she's been giving such a huge running start on everything. Like she'll go off like, oh, I have 17 businesses. And you'll hear her say that like on other appearances with people, she just doesn't know, like she's a Hilton. <laughs> like she's never truly had to start from scratch on anything ever, ever. So she doesn't know how to give business advice. When your last name is Microtel, you have a lot of fucking money. Don't you have a <laughs> yeah. clip about her business advice on here? 
Oh, yes, I do. I think it's clip number one, uh, advice for women in business. This is with a, uh, a caller. Yeah. So my question for Paris as a businesswoman is, do you have advice for women um, that are in male-dominated industries, um, like how to live and how to be successful? Yes. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I love that you're a sliver like me. Thank <laughs> Uh, my advice is that it. it's not. A I looked it up. Do you know what sliving is? I don't know. What is Because what at is the end stupid? of the interview with, um, with What's Her Nuts, she says, all right, now we're going to go into our seven sliving questions. So I'm like, what the fuck? It's Boy. a combination of slaying it and living your best life. Sliving. Okay. Me sliv sounds like slaying for your vaginal yeah. area. Yes. Yes. I mean, when I, I yell, show me your sliv. My sl I gotta go clean my sliv, guys. <laughs> Please do. Man's world. Got something like, stuck in there. People have been made to believe that for so long, and we are all equal, and women can do it better. <laughs> Sorry, Hunter. <laughs> it started yeah. off being equal, and then very quickly no. became... I'm like, it's, girls, it's girl, girl empowerment. I agree, I agree. Women do do it better. But, yeah, I think the important part, like, for just to sliv and live and kill it is just to... Be yourself, be confident, and never let a man try to control you or tell you what to do. And just work your hardest and just be confident in your ideas and know them. And don't let anyone ever feel make you feel like just because you're a woman that you can't do this because that's not true at all. And I feel that that's some the way I live my life and I've proven and you can do it too. Thank you. That is the worst business advice I've ever heard in my life. She's literally the opposite of Gary V. Like the yes. complete, <laughs> like, like you want to keep women from succeeding and keep women out of business is listen to Paris Hilton's business advice. <laughs> she literally acts like she started from the ground up and built herself. Man, has no clue. And it's she, like, wait, uh, <laughs> it makes me so angry. She put together a documentary about how she was sent to a boarding school. And they were mean yes. to her at the boarding school. Did she get molested there? I know. I didn't like, I don't think I watched that documentary, but I, I heard it was, there was some scandal there. Maybe I didn't either, but she's abuse. patting herself on the back now for changing the world. She literally world. says she's changing the fucking world because she complained about the boarding school. Hey, I got news for you, Paris. Boarding schools aren't supposed to be pleasant. That's why your parents sent you there. Supposed to build discipline, character, yes. strike fear into the youth. Speaking of abuse, and I, I believe that Amy Schumer has been abused or else she wouldn't have uglied herself up so much. I mean, she is just atrocious to look at these days. But listen to this <laughs> example of abuse that she suffered in relationships. Like, I remember one time we were like at a gas station meeting this guy and I picked, I got out of the car and I like kind of picked my wedgie. And he was like, that's so gross when you do that. Like, that makes me sick. Oh. Um... Did you hear Hunter? He's like, oh, you yeah. poor thing. You didn't like you picking your wedgie in public? It's like, <laughs> oh, my God, this make-a-wish. It's so sad. <laughs> I know. It's so terrible for you. <laughs> I can't believe it. Then she gives another example. One time I was in the shower, and he just opened the shower curtain, and he just laughed at me, just, like, started laughing at me. Um, You're a comedian. That's I... a win. 
You make fun of your own body. But of course, like, yeah, nobody wants their boyfriend to make fun of their body for them. Well, I will tell you, though, Chrissy, the story changes very quickly as she remembers what actually happened there. Because it sounds silly that the boyfriend would open up the shower curtain and just start laughing at you. You're, how are you going to get your dick sucked if you're laughing at your girlfriend when they're naked? <laughs> right. So then she goes on to explain what really happened right after that. And he, I think he peed on me. He peed on me in the shower while he was laughing at me. So... <laughs> Wait, he peed into the shower while he was standing that's outside terrific. the shower? That's terrific. Yes, that's why he was laughing, because he was pissing on her. That's hilarious. We can all oh, agree on that. It wasn't about her body. He no. just was, like, peeing into the shower. <laughs> yes. Which is great. A, which we all can agree is hilarious. It is hilarious. I don't, I don't understand how she, anyway. So they're talking about how sensitive they all are now and talking about crossing the line. Paris somehow has become the poster person for comedy that's gone too far. Her and Britney Spears are being brought up all over the place now because Sarah Silverman had to go and fucking apologize like a moron. And so now it's like, you know, this comedy stuff, it's just going too far when you make fun of billionaires who are uh, in the spotlight. Generally, yeah, people are generally not talking about them at all anymore. I would say they're like forcing the issue so that their name can be talked about again. And not for nothing, the jokes that Sarah Silverman made were about Paris having to go to jail because she violated probation after getting a DUI. That's the part that everybody's leaving out of this is that she's a (laughs) criminal up to... Anyway, so they're asking Amy about um, crossing the line with comedy. And again... The answer is so slow and deliberate, and it's just she has to find the exact right words. I think I think it's really important that and, and kind of amazing to be hearing to be, you know, to be hearing the story from um, from the person's perspective, you know, from Britney's perspective, from Paris's perspective, because you're like, there's one way you can think of someone and okay, you can make them a fast punchline, but then to be like, hey, if you're interested and take the time, you can see how hard these women work, mm-hmm. and that they, they're not there by accident. Like they have created their own, um, you know, potential. Like they've created their own careers, and I mean, changed the world. I mean, really changed the world. And uh, <laughs> you fucking uh, kidding me? You? Oh, I don't want to make Paris Hill the punchline. Because she's made her own career and changed the world? You can't possibly believe that to be true. That's not your job. She's so conflicting. Like, she's conflicting herself here. It's like, you can, once you're making jokes about somebody, it's not your job to, like, worry about their feelings and worry about how they're taking it. And it's like, they're doing shit worthy of comedy. They're doing, what they're doing is worthy of jokes getting a DUI, whatever. Even people make fun of Gandhi. People I'm sure have jokes about Jesus, people who've generally done great things for their whole life. So it's just, she sounds, the the longer you listen to Schumer, the more you're like, this does not sound like a comedian anymore. She sounds like a a spokesperson. She sounds like, I don't know, a woke's person, a mouthpiece. It's just like, it it just sounds like she's not having funny thoughts anymore. She's (laughs) too careful. Yes. There wasn't anything funny on this show. All they talked about was how, Things that have been said that were funny aren't funny. They were they were just yeah. correcting. By the way, just in case you laughed at that joke 10 years ago, you're an asshole now. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. And I don't know if you played, if this is the same clip that I pointed out for clip 10, but it's basically Amy is admitting to censoring herself in her comedy. She doesn't do self-deprecating jokes anymore. You know, even though she says she enjoys them, but then she's like, oh, but on the other hand, you know, others might find them harmful. Yeah, this is a longer clip, but this is perfect because she contradicts herself multiple times within this clip. 
Yeah. Like, so any jokes, like especially self-deprecating jokes, which I still enjoy making, but even those I started to find were harmful to, could be harmful to people because they're like, if she's making jokes that she's fat, then what am I, you know, like, so, Mm. and I just, yeah. So I try not to do that anymore. Um, with that thought in mind, uh, but sometimes it's it's just too fun. <laughs> um, you know, it's like I'm about to start shooting a TV show and uh, I'm turning 40 this year, you know. And like, so from, you know, so I have like basically a Mitch McConnell, like double chin. Like if I, so on camera, you know, like, so on set, I will, I'll make jokes about it, you know, but. Just, right, that double chin is her best physical attribute. Just because it makes me, <laughs> I don't know, it makes me feel better to be like, okay, and can somebody come light my other chin? Uh, yeah, some of those I'll just, I'll have to keep those with me. All right, I just want to point out the obvious here. And that is, if you don't take offense to things that are said about you, life becomes much easier. Exactly. That's that's all it is. Someone made a joke about Paris Hilton wanting to suck dick while she was in prison. Get over it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> and if you're as big or bigger than Amy Schumer... Guess what? You're fat. You're also fat. <laughs> like it's, yeah, that, I know. That, that would be a good first... rational thought to have. Like, Amy thinks she's fat. I'm bigger than her. Then lose some fucking weight. <laughs> what will people think if I call myself fat? What if there's a 400-pound woman listening? What about her? <laughs> yeah, right? We got to worry about this 400-pound fatty. Uh, and then... Yeah, exactly. She's selling mayonnaise. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> And then, uh, the, of course, it's International Women's Day, so they have to uh, point that out. I hate out. this so much. We don't deserve. We don't deserve it anymore. We're not an oppressed group. Sorry, like give it back. I like I said this on Twitter. We should give International Women's Day like to straight white men because it's like we're we're good. I'm so glad Chrissy's on the show this week as we're bashing these retards. It's it's providing a little <laughs> bit of validity. If it was just me and Chris talking about what assholes they were, it might come off as sexist. <laughs> All right, anyway, here's the clip. Uh, it's also International Women's Day, Paris. It is. What does that mean to you? It's a day to celebrate women because women rule the world. All right, I have news for you. When there's a day for you, it means you don't rule the world. It means the opposite of that. <laughs> because there's no such thing as like Illuminati Day or Lizard right. Person Day or Jewish Banker Day. Yeah, there's no Fauci Day. Right. It's, the, the fact that there's a day for you means just the opposite of ruling the world. In fact, you should be embarrassed by it as Chrissy is. <laughs> so Amy, and I didn't know this. She did some TV show called Expecting Amy, reality show, while she was pregnant, and she had a very rough pregnancy. Yeah, I think they had to make it in, like, a lab first and then stick it in her. I don't know. She was doing, like, uh, intravenous, no, IVF something. Yes, correct. And it didn't didn't go well. Didn't take or something. Paris is talking about watching the show. So I've been watching Expecting Amy, and I, like, have fallen even more in love with you. Oh my God. I hope you aren't like puking watching it. <laughs> no, I love just how just funny you are, how brave you are, just everything. It's just, it's really amazing that you let people in like that. Thank you. All right. So the love fest continues. Listening to Amy, like, and I have low self-esteem, but listening to Amy Schumer talk really make me want to like work on that. Like I, it's, it's so it's wild. Like oh. she inspires me to 
not sound like that. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know what you mean. She I- like she's doing fucking great. She should not be this down on herself still. Well, it's a, it's an act, right? Isn't that part of her shtick now? Yeah. What yeah. was me and everything sucks. And it, she used to be the There's opposite so of that. If she wanted to get rid of her chins, she could. <laughs> so I typically go above and beyond for this show. It's been pretty well documented that I will do the research. I did not watch Expecting Amy. If you want to pull your Patreon money, so be it. I'm not watching that fucking show. There's nothing that would get me to watch that. And then uh, this is fun. Amy's talking about watching Paris Hilton's sex tape. So much. I was vomiting so much. <laughs> Which I thought that was a little bit rude. <laughs> and then Hunter, not to be outdone, starts talking about watching Amy's stand-up. I did make the mistake of trying to watch it while eating breakfast, and <laughs> it was rough. All right, that might be out of context. Eh, that might be out of context. So anyway, Amy has, uh, she had hyperemesis, which means hmm. you vomit all the time when you're pregnant, and she talks about that here. Sometimes that communication is is hard, and it's like, you know, really what I needed during my pregnancy was truly a home attendant. Like I, and that's why a lot of women who get hyperemesis, I think 50% of the marriages fail because of how sick you are, how needy you are. And you just aren't available, you know, to, um, and because of my privilege, I could, you know, I'm assistant. I had people helping, but, but really it was just me and him. And because of your success, not because of your privilege, what is that? What is she talking Uh, about? Also, right. It's like you got successful and you, you could afford to stop taking risks in comedy, that's, which made you less funny. That's why you strive for success. It's not privilege. <laughs> anyway, now her uncle, that might be privilege. So now you, she pointed out 50% of marriages do not make it through this hyperemesis. 50% of marriages don't work anyway. That's just the number. <laughs> yeah. So I, that's not that impressive to me. I think all this throwing up would make her thin. Right. <laughs> That's a really good point. How is she still yeah. so fat? God basically served her up bulimia. <laughs> Nothing. Body was like, no, we're staying this way. Amy takes credit for being so brave. Now, as you know, with what's going on with uh, our wonderful governor in this state, there's a lot of women who, if they get hit on, they now want to get you canceled. You know, if you, if you try to hit on a girl. Uh. And Amy is no exception. You know, the key is to, I think, once you realized it happened and you're ready to talk about it, to speak out, to prevent it from happening for other people. Like, I think about that now, like any situation, even if I'm in like a doctor's office and he makes me uncomfortable or something, I'll call out the behavior, thinking about the next woman who comes in here, I have a responsibility to her, Mm. you know? Oh, what a hero. Okay, if you're seeing like a male gynecologist, you're kind of asking for it. Like I've never had a male regular doctor or a male regular gyno. Like that, the the thought of it creeps me out so much. Yeah, there, there's gotta don't be a understand these like that. it's always these older women that still see male doctors, and I'm like, ugh, why? But isn't that bizarre? And Amy's not an attractive person. So she's pretending that she's getting hit on by doctors and she has to call it out to save the next woman who's going to come in. You're, you're not saving anyone. I promise you that. It's wild. Like we, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm weird, but I think most women do kind of want to get hit on in the right place in the right time. Like if I would never in comedy was ever getting hit on by anybody 
charge of anything or that I worked with, like I would start feeling bad about myself. It's funny you say that. My wife said the same thing to me. She worked in restaurants for many years. She's like, I would get hit on and groped. And if I was the only chick there not getting that done to me, I would have been pissed. It's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, when the whole stuff came out about Kevin Spacey, they were like, oh, it, it turned out that uh, it was like 20 people from this new Vic theater in the UK or something that he had like either molested or so- something like that, been inappropriate with. I'd be like, damn, with 20 people, you know, you got to feel bad for the people who weren't molested. I'm not even gay, but I would have sucked him off for the story. Jeez. You yeah. didn't even ask me. Yeah, you're like, why not me? <laughs> I I think we should start talking about how, how like utterly vain Paris is. And in my clip too, um, she's talking about what TV shows everybody's watching. I don't know why both Paris and Amy brought this up. Like, Oh, what TV are you watching? Like I never bring that up with anybody I'm on a podcast with or that I'm friends with maybe because I'm, I don't know. I watch some TV, but it's like, I never think to talk about that friends. It's just like, just such a lukewarm topic. I don't know. I just think it's boring to talk about what TV you're watching. It is Uh, boring. So let's bore up our show by listening to that talk about this boring topic. (laughs) During this year, I've literally never watched so much TV in my life. Like, how about you? Uh, I've done a good amount of TV watching. Uh, What are you binging right now? What is your go-to? I love Schitt's Creek, The Simple Life, um, (laughs) Westworld, Wait, the simple show. life? Are you just gonna put that in the middle and then <laughs> like that he calls her out? How do you want? How? What episode is your favorite of the simple life? Um, there's so many, but it's just so much fun to watch with my boyfriend because he's not like the reality type. He's like a businessman and like intellectual, and has never watched like reality television in his life. So to watch the simple life with him is just so entertaining. Just to like relive it and just see him laughing and just. I don't know. It's just fun to like watch someone else watching me back then. <laughs> this show was from 2003 to 2007. Wow. Okay, it's 2021 now. I cannot believe she's still watching her own show. And admitting it and making her boyfriend watch it too. And I want to point out, I didn't catch this the first time I heard that clip, but she called her boyfriend an intellectual. He's uh, dating Paris Hilton. There's no yeah. fucking way he's an intellectual. At least Amy Schumer is honest about her husband. She's like, yeah, he's on the spectrum. And we're like, thank you. You have to be be with you. (laughs) Like this shows this. uh, Okay. This, I mean, it's funny on its own because she's watching this old ass show with her boyfriend. You can, you're like, okay, obviously she's vain as fuck, but then it goes into clip three. This is not even that that many minutes after, uh, it's really funny because basically they talk about what are red flags with a guy when you're dating guys um i That's have a, a good, good rule point. that i have a good <laughs> rule that paris actually said earlier if the guy wants to watch himself on television or in a movie or listen to his own music with you you might be dating the wrong guy yes and then she agrees i don't even think she's making the connection that literally a few <laughs> minutes ago She admitted to watching her own old ass show with her current boyfriend. All right. So I got a question, Chrissy. In seven years from now, is she going to come out and be like, I was just pretending to be dumb on my podcast. That was just an act. Oh my God. I'm not really that stupid. You got us again, Paris. We fell for it. Man, (laughs) you're good. Here I thought you were just a dumb idiot. Oh my God. You're the best actress to ever live. I had no idea. 
Ugh, can you? It's got to be hard to be like a celebrity because she's not gonna just date like a regular guy that you know what I mean that drives a truck. It's or the, runs a comedy club of, or something like that. You know that. the percentage of dudes that Paris can actually date and end up with. I'm pretty sure this guy she's with now is like some kind of an arranged marriage because I think <laughs> she was like, oh, I knew him way back when, and we got reintroduced. I like, look- yeah because. He, they're the engaged. System. <laughs> they're engaged. So I, I had to look this guy up and be like, who the fuck would marry Paris Hilton? So this guy is an, an entrepreneur. He's made a lot of money in his life and he's obviously a dork. He's never been with a hot chick. This is all wow. new to him. So he's just so excited to be with a skinny blonde girl that he's like, fuck, I better marry this one because there ain't any more coming after this. Wow. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to do any better. And I think that's why they watched The Simple Life, because that's when Paris was attractive. She has not oh aged well, I want to point out. She does not look good. It's like it's like showing somebody, yeah, these are all my photos from high school when I was, when I was the hottest. That was what she was doing. It's, this is when I was peak, peak It's like me. if I made my wife listen to the music special that I put out back in December. <laughs> I would oh, never my do God. That. Yuck. It's so vain. It's so gross. I this whole it, it, did you find the the episodes to be strange cuz some of them would be 7 minutes long, some some would be 10 minutes long. Yeah. She had I, a lot of what she called trailers for the podcast yeah, which I, I listened I've to never one, done. I listened to one where she just pops on and she's like Oh, I just had to come on and talk about Sarah Silverman. Yeah, like she's bothered. Like she, she doesn't <laughs> want to be there. She's and I, I don't think she wants to be there. I really don't believe that Paris Hilton wanted to do this podcast. I think her her handlers, There's her no publicists, were like, "You have to do this." There's zero enthusiasm for any of this shit. You can tell she's nope. bored out of her mind, and I am too. She's so bored. There was like, and I don't, it's probably not worth pulling up, but I remember there was like almost four minutes while Amy was talking where like Paris didn't even give like a huh, like in a huh, like no words, no like wow, no like oh my God. Right. Like she said nothing for almost four minutes. And uh, you can hear Amy be like, Are you there? Did you fall asleep? It wasn't a natural conversation. Paris is not a conversationalist. I wouldn't call no. her that. I've heard her on other shows. She's not good at this. No, I don't know if you want to bring up. It becomes so obvious that this whole podcast is a like a thinly veiled commercial for her yes. line of stuff. Her her tracksuits. She I guess she has among her seventeen businesses. She has some clothes like at Macy's or whatever. But in clip four, so funny because a lot of us in twenty twenty, yeah, we kind of like let ourselves go. Maybe we wore sweatpants. Like that's you know. I think there's a lot of people who would call in and say something like that. And so this woman calls in, like, I just spent the whole year in sweatpants. What do I buy? Like, I need fashion tips, Paris. What do I do? All right. I have spent all of 2020 literally living in sweatpants, and I'm so sick of it. Paris, what are going to be the new style trends of 2021? What do I need to start buying? And are low-rise jeans really going to make a comeback? All right, Hannah. Um, well, I can relate to you because I have been in sweats the entire year as well, but I love them. I'm in it right now, actually, my velour Juicy Couture tracksuit, and I just love it. It's so comfortable. It's so cute. And I think there's a way to do it. Like most sweatpants, like other types that are not juicy are just 
ugly and boring and lame. So if I were you, I would definitely get some Juicy because they're fashionable, they're fun, and it's just like hot loungewear. I've never heard a commercial where they just called out all the other products. (laughs) Oh, you want to buy a fucking Mac? What are you, an idiot? Windows. Am I right, people? Anybody listening to this, if you don't know what a Google Juicy tracksuit right now, it's literally sweatpants and a sweatshirt. (laughs) Right. The woman is saying, I'm so sick of sweatpants. What do I do, Paris? And Paris is like, um, buy my sweatpants. Right. <laughs> buy my overpriced sweatpants. That'll make you feel attractive. That were that were popular in the early aughts. And if yes. you walk outside your house wearing them with juicy across your butt, you will date yourself. Uh there there was a commercial in here too for Macy's. Yes. Yeah. Clip five. All right, let's hear this. Spring is only a few weeks away. That means spring cleaning and creating the space you want at home. And it's the perfect time to freshen up your fashion. And there's so much more than just fulfilling your fashion needs. Macy's can take care of your beauty routine too. Macy's has it all. We all love when the weather starts to get warmer. Macy's has the essentials to gear up for sunny days and all that outside time. Macy's has everything you need. And it's the top gift destination. Get my favorite, iconic, juicy couture tracksuits, the perfect tanks and tees for sunny weather, denim jackets, and of course, my Paris Hilton's floral fragrances. That's hot. Plus, get the gadgets you want for the kitchen for all your springtime cooking. Loves it. Get your online orders faster and easier. You can pick up orders in store or choose contact-free curbside. Shop my top Macy's picks at Macy's.com backslash Paris. I think she's writing her own ad copy. That's the worst ad copy I've ever heard. Uh, it's iconic. Did you know it's iconic? It's Carl? iconic. <laughs> I love that they try to tie in springtime with buying sweatpants, but also get some perfume, but also buy a gift for somebody. It's like, fuck it. Hey, focus. What do you want people to do here? Everything. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let me get on that. Make, give, make giving up look hot with my <laughs> tracksuits at Macy's. Uh, are you as fat as I am stupid? Then I am just the product for you. <laughs> Speaking of things that made oh, me it's sick. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's such a big, it's such a big commercial. This is something that made me sick that Amy Schumer was talking about. I know we're talking about Paris right now. I'm switching gears a little bit. I swam naked in my friend's pool two nights ago. <laughs> I did not need to know that. Well, she had asked her, what's the craziest thing you've done recently? And it yes. took her a long time to come up with this. Right. Two, two days ago. Like, you couldn't yeah. think of that. And then she also asked, because it's the, the seven sliving questions. She also <laughs> asked her, yeah, what, what is on her bucket list? And I don't think Amy understands what a bucket list is. Okay. Number one on the bucket list <laughs> is I really do want to do everything I can to move the culture forward for women and also educating myself and and helping educate other people about the struggle of, um, for black and marginalized people. That's not something that you can accomplish. I want to do everything that I can do to help minorities. Great. But what do you want to do? What's something you want to do? Do you want to go to Argentina? Like you got like a bucket list thing. It's like a a thing that you could do. (laughs) You'll know what's done it. And that also implies that she hasn't even started. And Fajitical in the chat said KFC bucket list. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The virtue signaling is out of control. 
for that, they ask Amy what her three wishes are. Her first wish is to fly, yes. like flying. And then the second wish is, again, with this, like, BLM shit. Like, I wish everyone could know about the history of racism oh, in this country. Oh, I have country. that clip. Hold like, on, hold on. I have, this, is, <laughs> this is unbelievable. I think it's number 11 here. I want to be able to fly. I'd like to be able to fly. Um, and I would like for – I would love to – be able to snap my fingers and have everybody be educated about this country's history of of racism and the destruction. Um, this country has a history of racism, Chrissy. Did you know that? I mean, yeah. I mean, not like China's like country, like like China. <laughs> no, <laughs> other this countries. We're the only country who ever. I has love ever that had there's racism. people acting like people don't know about this. That's all we talk about all the fucking time, baby. We know. We get it. Christ. It's because we talk about it so much that it that it's a thing. <laughs> right. It's it's not helping. <laughs> Things are getting worse. Yeah. And then the third wish is, oh, for my kid to be happy, which is like that's a real wish. That's a real and wish. And flying. I believe flying from her. <laughs> that's so, so <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I think she just she did drop a lot of names, but I don't know if, if that's just her world now. Like right. I, she mentioned Natalie Portman and Chelsea Handler and like a couple other people, but that, you know, which I was like, Oh, look at her. But then I'm like, you know what? These are, these are her friends. This is her life. Yeah. With these people. It is weird how she dropped Natalie Portman's name because it didn't need to be in the story. She's no. like, oh, she's like, Oh, you know, when you're a mom, you just work on your instincts. You know, Natalie Portman told me that Like, a lot of people. Yeah. It just not... didn't make sense to mention her at <laughs> it that did, point. It didn't really make sense. Like let's not bring star Wars into this. All right. It has nothing to do with your fucking family. <laughs> you know, the lady who played black Swan, she <laughs> yeah. told me to hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? She talked about having a TV show. Who's going to watch an Amy Schumer TV show. Who is a fan of Amy Schumer anymore? Uh, I guess Yikes. the uh, Hollywood yeah, it's has not like, gotten it's the memo. Yeah, it's just like the, the people who were popular in the early aughts club. Yes. Yes. Listen to how proud of herself Paris is. And this is referring to what she's done to shut down this scary boarding school she was in. I just know the little girl in me would be so proud of the woman that I am today. Even that sniff at the end. Adam Crowell uh. jokes about this. These people are so smug with themselves. They'll say something like... Fucking nailed it. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. Paris, that's yeah, something like, keep oh, yourself. I nailed the dismount. It's <laughs> yeah, a clip. Keep that that's type a clip of shit it, guys. Yourself. Yeah. We get into how Paris completely has no concept of comedy because Amy's clearly trying to set up a joke and oh. she just steps on the punchline and ruins it. I think that's clip six. Yes. I was trying to think. I was like, did I ever write a joke about Paris? I know I had one joke <laughs> and it wasn't about paris but i think it was it was something like well first of all i loved a simple life i don't know if i Thank ever told you. you that but i just thought it was i just thought you guys were so funny and i just loved I, I felt like it was such a feminist funny show and then so i had this dog i'm like i said something it was like something with paris hilton and her dog the chihuahua what's its name nicole Bell. oh no. yeah no but that was the joke like you know that was the joke um Oh, uh, what was her name that was, as part of the joke, you idiot? She was about to do a slam dunk in slow motion, and Paris was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> to ruin it. She just pretended to be stupid still, though. That's why she ruined that joke. So oh, that's all The act. fact that acting dumb can be considered feminist. 
<laughs> that's I the crazy thing. Anything, she goes, it was such a great show. It was such a great show for feminism. Like, what show were you what? watching? How, how does that even make sense? Ugh. Oh, it's a great, it was a great show for privilege. Does anyone like Nicole Richie? Or does everyone think that she sucks? I like her just because I haven't heard from her since A Simple Life. <laughs> she went away. That's a good point. Thank you, Nicole. That earns points in my book. That's a good point. God bless. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. What else do you want to play on here? Oh, my gosh. Okay. So that a main thing that you notice when you listen to Paris Hilton's podcast, it's weird because, you you know, when you think of Paris Hilton, you think of like, oh, my God. Hi, guys. And it's very vocal fry. It's She sounds like this slutty baby grown woman thing. But then there's moments where you're listening and you're like, who is even talking? But then you realize that that is actually Paris's real voice. Oh, and yes. so she'll go between this real voice and this this slutty baby voice. I'm glad you're pointing this out because at the beginning of this clip, I couldn't believe it was Paris. I've never heard her talk like this before. Yes. It's, you're like, who is this? Yeah, this is bizarre. Okay. Just, I was relating so much what Amy was just saying, how they would try to make me feel, feel bad about myself where I would feel like I needed them. And I don't know, just trying to make me feel insecure. And then just worse things, obviously as well, like being verbally abusive, physically abusive, emotionally just cheating just trying just to do mean things all the time um with a lot of people so i've been through it wow that's a, sounds like a do... completely different person i've been through it sounds like a completely different person she should do vo work she's fucking the <laughs> yeah. woman of many voices all in one she sentence do a cartoon uh, I got one I've more clip. There was something that you pointed out in your note to me. I mean, just I don't remember what it is, but we play it here. I I made a joke because uh, Natalie Portman told me that she's like, you'll you oh. know you'll have more instincts than you think. <laughs> yeah, that's the okay. That's the name drop thing. All right, we covered that. Very good, very good. Anything else <laughs> that you want to say to to close up the torture I put you through by listening to This Is Paris? It's really just uh, it's an opportunity for her to name drop, to plug Macy's, to plug her tracksuits. She's not into it. She could not be less into doing this podcast. I got the same impression. Chrissy March is here and the madness has officially begun. It's time for you to shoot your shot and score big on the nonstop action with my bookie. Select the winners from 63 tournament games in the my bookie bracket contest for a chance at $10,000 in cash prizes and it's only a dollar to enter. Who's not doing this? Producer, Cri Producer Chris is leaving right now to go sign up for this. Gotta go. It doesn't matter whether you're filling out multiple brackets, betting the national championship winner, or simply looking for players and game props. My bookie has you covered. Sign up today at mybookie.ag and use the promo code WATP to secure a deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code WATP to claim your first deposit bonus. College ball, NBA, and NHL, no matter the sport, no matter the minute, from tip-off to buzzer, MyBookie puts the action in your hands with in-game live betting. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. If you're not betting the basketball tournament, why even watch the games? Who cares? You don't know any of the players. They change out every single year. The whole reason for watching the tournament is to make some money on it. Pull some, get some upsets. The 12 is going to be the five. It happens every year, people. So uh, get on my bookie and, and make some money. That's always a lot of fun. I want to talk about a guy, Husey, Irish gentleman. He had me on oh, his yeah. show. You've done his show, right, Chrissy? 
have. Yeah, a couple of times. He kind of talks like this, and he sounds drunk all the time. Yeah, and he does this thing where he goes, you won't be able to understand anything that I'm saying to you. So it kind of like disarms you right away. Like, all right, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. He's I've a got a guy. thick accent and I'm retarded, so it's going to be difficult. <laughs> You're like, all right, I get it. Yeah, you a, sound like <laughs> it's a fun like Arnold Schwarzenegger somehow, Carl. Yeah, I don't do I don't do impressions. <laughs> anyway, it's not the tumor. <laughs> anyway, Husey had Shulian, and of course, we had Shulian a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they gave me a shout out, so I want to play that real quick. Uh, I listened to uh, the latest Who Are These podcasts. Hello, yeah. Carl. I love Who's Carl. It? Uh, a lovely dancer. Uh, I I heard you kind of trash stuttering John a bit. Uh, I've had a fallout with John recently. Uh, after Get out of here! Yeah, really? Yeah. After the after wow. um, he's seen that I interviewed Carl from her these podcasts. Hello, Carl. Mm. And he instantly assumed that I was you fucking set me up. You fucking working for them. And it's like, all right, so uh, you're prick is what he called me. It's Husey Hello is the name of the show. Check out this Shuli interview that he did. It's a good episode to listen to. I'm going to play one more clip from it because people gave me shit for not bashing Stuttering John or doing a John segment when Shuli was on our show. And I want to thank Shuli for clearing up why that is. And, you know, the Carl thing uh, on Who Are Those Podcasts, I know every episode Carl does a Stuttering John thing. And just to prove to you what a mensch I am, it's an Irish word, I told Carl ahead of time, I said, don't do a stuttering John thing because I just don't want to go after him. I don't want to sit here and pick him apart. It's not it's not really what I want to do. And there, there wasn't a John segment. Carl was kind enough to not do it. And just as a bonus for his fans, for all the listeners who were I saw in the chat were like, what the fuck? I just threw out a fuck stuttering John at the end. So, of course, his, you know, fake Twitter accounts start tweeting you know to you trash john and then john responds to his own account and you know he's sitting here talking to himself (laughs) (laughs) everyone knows that john's got his sock account and they know what the sock accounts are on twitter and reddit and in our discord always like oh stuttering john is a huge cock 45 (laughs) (laughs) okay um yeah so i want to thank shuli for clearing that up of course Shuli goes on Husey's show and does all the John bashing I ever could have wanted. <laughs> thanks, thanks for nothing there. But I appreciate him clearing that up for us. And, of course, we know that Chrissy and Stuttering John have a little bit of a past that I want to talk Go about. Go way but, back. But first, did you fill out your bracket yet? Our sponsor's Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming, wanted to remind you to do so. Their precision-engineered tools for your family jewels will help you turn that Kentucky Wildcat in your pants into a South Carolina Gamecock. (laughs) (laughs) Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my college basketball fans, 20% off and free shipping with the code WATP at manscaped.com. WATP20. God damn it, I fucked up. WATP20 at manscaped.com. Chrissy, what's your take on male grooming below the waist? I think it's necessary. Yep. Um, you know, just think about, do I want to put this in my mouth or not? You know what I mean? Like, right. you got to make it more hospitable. I think it depends who you're with. Like, if you're with a gal who, like, if you don't mind a bush, like, then all right. It, it should kind of be the same, you know, 
for the two of you. Like if one person kind of requires and prefers a lot of grooming, like you kind of both should be doing that or else you look like if you have like a wild, insane bush, but you're like, oh, I need my girl to be like eight years old down there. It's like, well, then you look like a fucking asshole. And I would go ahead and assume when you're with someone you haven't been with before that they prefer you to groom. Now, like Chrissy yes. says, there's some weirdos out there who want a bunch of fucking hair between their teeth. But I will tell you, most women are not looking for that. At least try. At least like when you go down there and you're like, oh, he tried. He tried to groom it a little. Like, I appreciate that. <laughs> Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawnmower 3.0. Their trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. In addition, this trimmer comes with an LED light for a more precise shave and is waterproof to make your shower shave clean and easy. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which is the MVP of men's grooming kits. The Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Speaking of sweaty and stinky balls, I am thankful for their Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, is the ultimate defense from sweating, smelling, and sticking. Manscaped threw in two free gifts with their perfect package, a pair of high-performance Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day, and a travel shed bag to store all of your grooming goodies. Right now, your purchase goes towards a good cause because they've partnered with the GOAT Alex Caruso and the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. Can I just call it ball cancer? I'm so bad at the word testicular cancer. All right, watch this. Watch this, Chris. I'm going to clean this up in post, too. Alex Caruso and the Ball Cancer Society to bring awareness to ball cancer, men's health, and early ball cancer detection. <laughs> Get 20 percent up and free <laughs> shipping with the code WATP20 at manscaped.com. Join the Manscaped movement and start taking care of your balls today. That's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com with the code WATP20. Be the best ball handler this year with Manscaped. I love March Madness time. The puns are just fucking on point. They're just like that they call it crop preserver, like crop reviver. Like it's like your balls are a crop. You know, it's time to harvest them. Correct. Yes. I I think you're. I put all these crops in my mouth. (laughs) With that, I want to uh, transition to this. I feel so bad. Somebody sent me this clip and I was trying to figure out who it was. Chrissy, I'm sure you go through this too. You look at your email, you look at Twitter, you're on the subreddit. It's like, I don't know where I got this from, but somebody went back to the archives and we had Eric Nagel on the show and Eric Nagel and I were talking about stuttering John. Now this is going back to, I think December of 2019. So this is before Stuttering John was a guest on the Chrissy Mayer podcast. And this is interesting right here, Chrissy. But John, and I like John. John has always been very cool to me. Two very boring minutes later. I don't don't know. I've never (laughs) seen John stand up. Um, No one has. 
I, I didn't realize he was doing. I knew he dabbled in it. Like he would go and do um, <laughs> when he was invited on people's uh, sets and shows to, to do some stand up. I didn't know he, he said he was doing it for 20 years. I wasn't aware that he was doing wow. stand up for 20 years. Can you believe that the dabbling actually came from Iraq? Was he, he was the initial dropper of the D-bomb. But does he get any flack? No. <laughs> he dropped the D-bomb. If, if Eric Nagel wants to tell me that I'm dabbling in comedy. <laughs> I was like, what did you say? I mean, you said I was cool, but did you say that I dabbled? <laughs> I know. You're right. That's the only thing he'd pick up on. He's like, I like the guy. He's always been nice to me. I, I guess he dabbles in comedy. You motherfucker. <laughs> you know, I'm doing your show. I'm here. I'm doing you a favor. I actually have bad figured... news for you, Chrissy. John is learning. I, it's taken three and a half years, but God damn it. The guy is finally learning. There's a guy who puts up a super chat on his show this past week. And the super chat says, Hey, John, did you hear Anthony and Gino were making fun of your trans kid last Thursday? And this is his response. DJ. Let's see what he wrote. Uh, uh, okay. Thanks for the super chat, but I'm not going to say what you, I don't care what they did. Uh, let's see. Oh my God. You see how easy that was, John? I can't believe it took you this long to figure out not to fly off the handle when people are lying to you about shit. Wow. It sucks. Oh, it's going to be boring. late but... to never. Chrissy, I'm so distracted. Did you see that the um, combination oh, the of, picture? You, of you Yeah, and me? yeah, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's it. one of my headshots. It's my hair. I hate it's... it so much. Whose beard is that? It's a ginger beard. They must have changed the color of my facial hair to... Jesus Christ. And I think it's my eyes. I can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would do that person. Let's not reproduce, <laughs> I guess, is what they're trying to tell us. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's Carl, good. is that what your sister looks like? A little bit. Carl Mayer. Isn't that a real person, Carl Mayer? Uh, yeah, he played bass for the Grateful Dead in 72, I believe. He's also a, a German general staff officer and Adolf Hitler's immediate superior in an army intelligence division in the... Reichswehr. You know what? We should talk about this. I don't know if people know this about Chrissy. She didn't just look <laughs> that up. She knew that off the top of her head. You were involved in the insurrection on our state capitol on January Apparently. 6th. Were you not? People can't tell the difference between being in D.C. and, like, you know, taking a shit on Pelosi's desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait. You're admitting that that was you shitting on her desk? Do you still oh, yeah, it was all laptop? my idea. <laughs> I was there covering the protest, getting interviews. I was there as like kind of like a neutral media person because uh, I'm, I'm friends with some folks at the Blaze. And they're like, oh, come in this media section and get interviews or whatever. And uh, so I'm, you know, and then everybody kind of marched over to the Capitol because it was a planned march point. But everyone because they're just watching mainstream media and they're like, oh, well, Trump made everybody do it. And it's like, no, it was a planned marching point one o'clock at the Capitol. And there were just like a few hooligans who, you know, brought wire cutters or sledgehammers or whatever and just like broke in. But 99.99% of the people there was just like hanging out with their dogs and their kids and having a picnic and playing music and waving flags. And it was like very chill. So you were handing people wire cutters. Interesting. Very <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. That's all I needed from you, Chrissy. This was all an elaborate okay. ruse. This wasn't actually a podcast. I just wanted to get your confession. I'll be okay. sending this into this the FBI. This is all my idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know it. All right. This is fun. Stuttering John 
comes on his show on Tuesday. And uh, he's a little sleepy on Tuesday. It's been a very tough day for me. I got up at 6 a.m. Why? Because I had to get my colonoscopy. So I had to take an Uber to the hospital and then uh, dealt with the whole thing. Have hadn't eaten, but uh, so now I'm here. They found two polyps and they removed them. So now I don't have to get another colonoscopy for five years. So that's good. But they found one on my hemorrhoid uh, that I have to go to a different doctor. I can't believe this guy is single. It really is amazing, isn't it? Yeah. He's such a prize. He's the whole package. <laughs> a polyp on his hemorrhoid? I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> You're not turned on by that, Chrissy? No. <laughs> it's just like, we don't need to hear about your... It's just like when people are like, oh, women comics need to stop talking about their vaginas. It's like, yeah, stuttering Johns need to stop talking about all their like icky body problems. <laughs> I'll stop talking about Unless my vagina. You can make it hilarious. John talking about his hemorrhoids. Yeah. Oh, what a treat he is. What a treat. Don't you get those from like squeezing, like pushing poop out? Like, don't you get that from pushing too hard? Like your butthole just gives up? Yeah. When you're a raging alcoholic and you're constantly shitting liquid. Yes. That's uh... maybe I'm thinking of uh, when like the porn stars get from anal sex, like when they sort of turn their buttholes inside out. Maybe I'm confusing it. No, with that. no, no. Pro-lapse. You were right. You were, yeah, you, that's a pro laugh. You were right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Like when you turn your butthole into an infinity scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard it described that way before. I like it. Uh, this is John gets a super chat in the middle of this thing and you know john is the super woke left guy and all the people on his channel are super woke left people and there's a person who's concerned that there's no longer going to be a mask mandate in texas hey lenny pray for us in texas tomorrow the rat lickers take off the masks i will lenny thank you and the reason why i played that clip is because i want to point out when john was in florida on his big comedy tour every picture i saw of him posted was him hugging a fan with no mask on. John pretends to be this guy who's all concerned about COVID and coronavirus. I mean, Heather W. and I have talked about this before. He doesn't give a flying fuck. He's lying. He's he's a liar. He's pretending to care because that's why people sign up for his Patreon and watch his stupid show on YouTube. It's most of the left is just them pretending to care. Yes. So I don't want to get into this Meghan Markle thing, but God damn it. I have to because John's such a fucking moron. Do you, are you following this at all, Chrissy? I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw enough clips to know what it was about. Yes. Okay. I know. They're trying to create fluff and this whole Oprah interview so that people don't focus on Prince Andrew eating fucking cereal out of some girl's butthole on Epstein Island. Basically, they're trying to distract away from the Prince Andrew thing. It's working because all anyone's <laughs> talking about is this fucking Meghan Markle interview with Oprah. So Pierce Morgan now is the only person in the world who thinks maybe the actress Meghan Markle is acting and that this is all fucking horseshit. And uh, John has to respond to that. Pierce goes off on Meghan Markle, doesn't believe that she was suicidal, And, you know, it's just, it reeks of racism to me, Pierce Morgan. So when you don't believe someone 
who's half black. That's not racism. I can't keep up with what's racism anymore. It seems like everything is racism. Racism is whatever you want it to be, Carl. Oh, good. Okay. Well, that makes it easy then. So John goes on and bashes Pierce Morgan nonstop and has the balls to say this. But but instead of Pierce having some empathy, compassion, he decides to trash. Yeah. He should have empathy. And then John, right after that, says this. You know what I did? I tweeted out mm-hmm. this morning. Fire Pierce Morgan. Just like I tweeted out. Fire um, uh, Doug Peterson from the Eagles. I said he will be fired. Everyone goes, they're not going to fire him because he threw it a game against, you know, against against the Washington football team. They're not going to fire him. You know, he won them a Super Bowl. They fired him. I was right. And I said, fire Pierce Morgan. They fired him. I was right again. Because you can't have that kind of freaking derelict duty in reporting. <laughs> oh, my God. Derelict duty. <laughs> I feel like John is so superstitious that he actually believes that, like, his Twitter, like, people are looking to his Twitter for what to do. Yes. I, I believe that, too. And it's so ridiculous. If I tweet it out and say Beetlejuice three times in the mirror and turn around five times, it happens. It's so ridiculous to me that John is so gleeful of people losing their jobs. It's such a weird way to live your life that you're so rooting gross. for people to be fired and lose their jobs because of an opinion you didn't like from Pierce Morgan, the guy who is always has crazy opinions. That's what he's known for. It's why he's famous. It's for having ridiculous opinions. And John's like, well, well you got to fire the guy. He's not allowed to have that opinion. It's different than my opinion. And therefore, he's fired. Let's just bring people who are unhappy and uncreative and are washed up and over the hill and all the other words. It's like they want to destroy everybody around them. They want everyone. They want no one to have success because they want them to be like how he is. And it's so obvious. It's not even like they're trying to cover it up. This is him again. After he does these two long interviews, he gets back to talking about Pierce Morgan for some reason. But to have Pierce Morgan go on there and just trash Meghan Markle. He is a despicable human being, if you could even call him that. I mean, it's a despicable man, if you could even call him that. He's just a horrible piece of shit. And for him to trash Meghan Markle, and I called it. I was like, this guy is a piece of garbage. I tweeted directly to Pierce. Sometimes he would actually answer me. But he hasn't. I'm like, how dare you? How dare you, Pierce Morgan? And then I, I called for his firing. I said, I said, get rid of this guy. Who the hell is he to question Meghan Markle about her suicidal tendencies? She, she was feeling suicidal. All I wanted was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi, and she was giving to me just a Pepsi. Chrissy, you're younger than me. Did you get that joke? <laughs> With the band? Yeah. No. They're, they're called the Suicidal Tendencies. Oh. The that bad. I was I, just imagining <laughs> Stuttering John putting printing out a tweet, putting it in an envelope, and then mailing it to Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it straight to him. I love that he's like, sometimes he responds to my tweets. This guy's tweeting at Pierce telling you to go fuck himself. It's like, yeah, every now and again, someone's going to be like, no, fuck you. Like, so it's not that impressive. Ow. What a piece of shit John is. This guy had to get fired 
because he didn't believe everything that Oprah, who's an actor, was talking about with Meghan Markle, who's an actor, about the royal family, who are all pieces of shit. Don't get me. I'm not taking sides on this one. I just don't understand why John has this really strong opinion about Pierce Morgan getting fired. It doesn't make any sense to me. He wants to join the club. He's like, oh, wait, look at the, let's see what the billionaires are saying. I want to be like that. Right. I want to be successful. I'm in on the but conversation. Thinks, yeah, I instead of the creating peers. anything of value that people want to buy or be fans of or be a part of, he's like, no, I'll just parrot Oprah, <laughs> and that'll be my way to success. Yep. Ugh. It's, it's working, John. You're killing it. On it, man. You're killing it. He's very excited about his Patreon members. Friday's beer on the balcony, I don't know yet. I'm looking... For another great comic. If you missed last one, become a Patreon member. We're picking up a lot of Patreon members. I want to thank all of you. So I happen to know exactly how many Patreon members he has. It's 62. Ooh. The answer is 62. Okay. That's more than me. Pretty uh, good. Well, it's, he's been on Patreon for a year. Mm. He's got 62. Let me see. Can I see how much money he's making on this too? Let's see here. Uh, oh, no, he didn't. The guy who sent this to me didn't send me the money. Send me the, the amount of money he's making. Yeah, I'd be very curious to know. All right, because this is all he's doing. Well, this is the thing is that Chrissy Mayer was never on the Howard Stern show. Chrissy Mayer has had to make a name for herself, and she's on True. Compound Media, and she's doing her thing, and she's on all the big stand-up shows. Stuttering John is Stuttering John. He had an audience, and he has 62 people. It's almost like I'm 12 times more successful than him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I I'm just so. doing that in my head, but it's a little odd. All right. So speaking of Howard Stern, the last clip I want to play here is uh, John, of course, talking about how the royal family is the firm. And that's what I used to call the Howard Stern show. And then everyone else picked up on that because I started it. I used to refer to being at the Howard Stern show, the firm. In fact, Baba Booey picked up on it and he would call it the firm as well. It's like you just can't get out. There's no way to get out. And, and if you get out, Howard's going to beat the hell out of you on the air, which he did to me and which he has done to a lot of people. I want to point out that because someone sent me this clip, too, which I should go through at some point. When Howard bashed Stuttering John on air after John left, it was because John went on the Adam Carolla show and motherfucked Howard Stern. So <laughs> John acting like, yeah, you know, and then Howard just trashes you when you leave the show. That's it's the exact opposite. Howard Stern will never mention your name. He hasn't brought up the word Brett Hatley. He hasn't talked about Shuley since Shuley left. He just pretends you never existed. It's not like they're talking about Artie Lang every day. They never talk about Artie Lang. The guy was the biggest part of the show for a decade, and they pretend it never happened. So this yeah. idea that John's like, yeah, and then Howard bashes you. It's like, no, John, you instigated it. How do you? Uh, anyway, I don't know why I keep getting upset about this. <laughs> I should be over it by now. He's not self-aware. So he sorry. lacks he lacks some self-awareness. Chrissy, I know I'm keeping you a long time. I just have a very important thing to talk to you about. Opie radio is so fucking uh. bad. It's so bad. He started off the show. This is the start of his podcast. Now, I know he's just going on Facebook and YouTube, and he's just chatting with people on a live stream. But there was no music. He didn't do anything in post-production. The show literally starts exactly like this. Uh, okay.
Toby, can you show yourself on stream again? I miss seeing those tits. Devin Earring. You woke up to throw some hate at me, Devin. And, and what is that supposed to do? Let, let's break that down. What is that supposed to do? Break you do down. know that I openly admitted that I had bitch tits for a while, right? So it's nothing that I was trying to hide. I, I told the whole story on, on the live stream and on the OP Radio podcast. So am I supposed to get mad that you uh, that you threw that comment at me? Like, what what is supposed to happen now? Am I supposed to yell and scream? No, just you admitting you had bitch tits is enough for me to play it on this show. That's all we need. Thanks, Devin. That's all we needed. <laughs> <laughs> take take a lap and uh, hit the showers, Devin. You fucking nailed it. He got so riled up, man. You talked about that for three minutes straight. Yeah, I was eating a lot of Lucky Charms. What the fuck? What's the problem? <laughs> oh, Opie. So sensitive. If you mention it, right, you mention your boobs, so other people are going to mention it. Did you know how successful the Opie and Anthony show was on Sirius XM? Extremely. I didn't, even, I didn't even know it was this successful, Chrissy. But we we brought in um, stupid money for Sirius XM, like ridiculous money, hundreds of millions of dollars. I would say in our run at Sirius XM, we possibly brought in over a billion dollars. I, I would really have to sit down and do the math. And they, they paid us well, but we could have probably should have been paid five times what we were being paid. A billion dollars is the Ow. amount of money they brought in. And I was thinking they must have had a lot of advertisers in order to pull that off. Because that seemed like a lot of money to me for yeah. the Opie and Anthony show. But then Opie goes on to, to explain how he got to that figure. Uh, no, we brought in like probably over a billion dollars from subscribers. Mm, wrong. <laughs> all right. Let me explain why I do not believe that at all. I went ahead and did a little bit of research and looked up how many people subscribe to Sirius XM over the years. In Q3 of 2014, that's when Anthony Cumia was fired. It was no longer the Opie and Anthony show. There were 26.7 million subscribers to SiriusXM. Let's fast forward to the end of 2017. 32.74 million subscribers. Let's look at the end of 2019. 34.9 million subscribers. So this guy is claiming that they brought in so many subscribers, they made the company over a billion dollars, and yet they haven't even lost listeners in a single quarter <laughs> Since the original joke went off the air or OP Radio went off the air. And listen, I actually did cancel my subscription when Anthony got fired. I was one of those people, but apparently most people did not. It wasn't like, I got just listen to Stern. That's fine. The loyalty like, should be rewarded, Carl. Well, I mean, I wasn't trying to be loyal to him. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> yeah. So I asked E-Rock about this claim. And uh, E-Rock says, my educated guess, millions, yes, billions, no. <laughs> of course <laughs> millions yes because I, they paid you millions so that that makes a lot of sense but uh yeah. can you imagine making a million dollars i can crazy <laughs> i can't <I> imagine <laughs> they're not paying you that much a compound come on oh <laughs> i can't believe it this girl needs a raise you had anal ring toss on your show the other day i know and i go and i buy all those props myself I saw I that. I reuse them for holidays. <laughs> I, I saw the video of that. There's some spicy shit going on. on uh... Very spicy. Peyton Sinclair. Yes. we And, so, you know, it's crazy because I'm going to Party City and I'm looking, 
each aisle, like, where's the anal ring toss? I thought you guys had <laughs> fun and games here. Yeah, I thought you guys sold party games. There's they're, no they're anal like, ring toss. We're just out of There's, it. Come there, back were next no, week. there was no even regular ring toss. So I had to buy two of these, like, luck of the Irish, uh, like, St. Patty's Day. Like, I think you're supposed to stick them in your lawn. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. well... <laughs> <laughs> these are going to be stuck somewhere else and uh, i just bought like beads you know like new orleans beads you know what i mean like in orange and green and i was like all right they'll just throw these beads at the stick and it'll be in her butthole and we'll we'll sort of do what we can <laughs> yeah so if you're not subscribed to compound media this is what you're missing out on i like that the uh who was the porn star uh peyton sinclair i like how peyton was like, it depends on whether I've taken a shit yet or not that day. Yes, she, the whole day. I was like, I was like, I don't, I didn't even know if she was going to come. Cause she, you know what I mean? She was like, you know, it depends. Like if I shit today, then I'll come. But if I don't, I, I can't guarantee it. And she's like telling me every time she, she messages me, every time she does an enema, I'm like, I'm like, wow, I'm really like. <laughs> Imagine having a job really like that. I would love to call up an employer and say, I can't come in today. I haven't shit yet. It's not going to happen. I was like, Peyton, you don't even have to stick it in your butthole. Like, you can just hold it between your cheeks. And she's like, no, I'm doing, I'm dedicated. She's a pro. She's She's a pro. She's not doing that. Uh, All right. So getting back to Opie, although that was, that was very entertaining. And I I believe she almost had an accident in the studio, if I'm not mistaken. She, yeah. As soon as she (laughs) took it out, she ran to the ladies room with no pants on, like cupping her butthole. (laughs) And I, I, you know, I've, I've been up to Compound Media. The bathroom, you have to run a, a, around a few hallways in order oh, to get yeah. to it. It's There's not self-contained. <laughs> I was like, Garrett, get the Swiffer mop. <laughs> uh, so Opie is just taking questions from people and still freaking out when they ask him about Opie and Anthony. Uh, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> the ONA questions. The Opie and Anthony show isn't. Uh, is not important to me uh, anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's the only thing that we know about you. It's like, remember Leonard Nimoy when he didn't want to be referred to as Spock? He like went through a phase. It's like, I'm more of an actor. I'm more than that. That Opie's going through his Leonard Nimoy phase right now. I think he'll come out of this and eventually he'll be on like Opie and Anthony Cruises with Club Soda Kenny and Lady Die. <laughs> they'll be hanging out with meet and greets. Because this is insane. Like, what do, you, what do you want people to ask you about? would be like if Clay Aiken got upset every time somebody mentioned American Idol. Oh, <laughs> it's like, this again? And, American Idol. I was on a TV show. Every, yeah, so the reason it. why anyone knows you. <laughs> I know. What does Opie want us to talk about? He can't talk about his tits. He can't talk about his fucking <laughs> O&A. I know. He's, he's uh, actively blocking people now. You did not bring in hundreds of millions of advertising dollars. Email one. I'm talking. Uh, email I, I got to get rid of this guy. I'm trying not to block people, but you're just spamming with garbage, man. I I got it. Hold on. <laughs> he's, he's blocking people because they're disputing whether or not he made hundreds of millions of dollars for serious. Why would we just be like, I, I think we did. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It's a difference. <laughs> Jillions. Yeah, it was closer to a jillion. And then he calls out Jim which I thought was interesting, this prediction. The only reason they kept Jim was to just try to keep as many subscribers from the ONA days uh, going as possible. And their time is coming to an end, I guarantee you, because I know how that company works. So now he's predicting that Jim and Sam will be off the air because he knows how that company works. Howard Stern will have been broadcasting there for 20 years, but he knows how that company works. <laughs> Maybe you were just easily dismissible. Oh, I'm just going to throw it out there. 
as a possibility. So Opie sees this cardinal hanging out, and he wants to show you the cardinal, but then it flies away before he can turn his his uh, iPad or whatever he's filming with around. And he's determined that this cardinal is Carl Ruiz. Uh, there was a red cardinal that was on my railing. I was going to move my iPad, and just as I was going to pick it up, it flew away. But and he's right over there, but I don't think uh, – nah, he's going to fly away. It's going to be hard to see. He's in the distance now. We have a fucking red cardinal that just hangs out at our house. And Jim Brewer swears, Newcomb, I got to get Jim Brewer on the live stream. Uh, Jim Brewer swears that when his uh, father died, his uh, father was visiting him as a red cardinal. He, he believes in that shit. And then I looked it up and then some people believe like the red cardinals is like a visitor from the other side. And it doesn't help that the stupid red cardinal looks like Carl Ruiz. Look it up. <laughs> it looks like Carl Ruiz. Wow. <laughs> it's a cardinal. Can I tell you same. my Carl Ruiz story? Oh, no, please do. Oh, God. All right. So this was a long time ago. Um, I, I probably was, yeah, this was like after I got the Wet Spot show. It was, I forget, it was obviously before he died. It was during the summer. And I remember I, I had like messaged him like, hey, would love to do the Opie show. And he was like, sure, sure, great, great. Come on down, come on down to the city, like meet at my Cuban restaurant or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So I meet him there. I think like early, it had to be like one o'clock or something. He like slowly but surely, I was like there for an hour and then I was there and he was like, oh, let's go for a walk. So he takes me to this place to get like, like meringues, which were very good, by the way. Like it was just like on Jane Street or something. And then slowly I'm just, and I had gotten dressed up. I was like, hey, I'm trying to like, you know, I was like trying to do the show and like, you know, I was there on time and everything. And like, you know, like half hour, like a lot of time is passing by like a couple hours. And I was like, is he coming? What's going on? Like, is he running late? I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, I know I'm small potatoes compared to Opie. And like, yeah, people can be late, but I'm like, it just didn't feel like, like how much longer is he going to be? Yeah. And then he was like, Oh, whoops. Like he's not going to make it. He's stuck on a boat on long Island or something. And I just got, I just kept getting the feeling. I'm like, I feel like he never reached out to opie at all like to me it just it seemed like a sneaky date just felt like i felt so dumb i was like i feel like i got tricked into like a semi-date and he was he had me like waiting in like the basement of his cuban restaurant i was like this doesn't seem professional but i don't know how you guys work that and then the he move. died so it's like what am i i'm not gonna shit on the dead <laughs> but I think he just did. Now he's dead. Can <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what an asshole he is? Anyway, yeah. I don't want to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> he paid for the meringues. I just feel like he wasted a lot of my time. He yeah. should have said, like, oh, he's never coming. But then how would he get laid if he said that? Uh, so after Opie explains that this red cardinal is Carl Ruiz who wants to still hang out with Opie for some reason. He didn't want to hang out with him when he was alive. Now he wants to hang out with him. He uh, talks about how Jim Brewer is convinced that his father has come back as a red cardinal. And he's like, you know, Brewer knows about this too. Look it up. And I, I did look it up. I, I didn't know about this, but apparently a lot of people, it's like a old wives tale or something that cardinals are deceased relatives and some shit. And uh, so he goes, so he goes, yeah, Jim Brewer's convinced, you know, his dad is this cardinal that hangs out with him and uh, someone calls out Brewer. So it's so weird that this one red cardinal has just been hanging out all winter like that. Uh, David C. I love Brewer. 
but that is nonsense. No, the Cardinal was not his father's soul. How do you know David C? Because he's not a fucking retard. That's how he knows that. I love that that's Opie's response. I would have just been like, yeah, I don't know. I, that's, uh, he believes that it's cute. <laughs> Opie's convinced. Do you know why Cardinals are red, Chrissy? I don't know. It's the male. It's the male the, cardinal. The, uh, oh, so they can stand out? Because I know the female cardinals are like more brown. Right. So they like, they're not so out there. Right. So they can be. But he's making it I sound think... like the red cardinals are the reincarnated people. It's like, well, no. Oh, the red. Just, the male the, ones. They're just 50% of them are, are red. It's not like yeah. a. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, All right. Chrissy, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I've had a wonderful time speaking with you today about, of course, Paris Hilton and Amy Schumer. BetOnline.ag. It's Husey. Hello. Manscaped. <laughs> Stuttering. John. Oh, we, We've done Thank it you all good. Today. Are you proud of me? <laughs> I am so proud of you, Chrissy. We've done it all today, <laughs> which means it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The this is the part of the show we tease which podcast we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP to get people excited about it. Endless possibilities. What are we going to talk about next week? Who are we going to talk to about it? Who knows? I do. We're going to talk about the the news of the day as it is through my wife Jessica's Facebook page, which anytime I show Jessica a meme or show her a post, she says, Matt, I posted that like a month ago. So... And we're going to try to keep it short. We're going to try to keep it short. 15 minutes. That's short it. and sweet. This is a show called Woke Town. And the reason why we're doing this, I discovered this because this guy, Matt Long, and his wife host it. And Matt Long, I discovered from the bonus episode I did with Dick this week, the Flat Earth Podcast. <laughs> and Woke Town is a show that talks about all of the news through the Flat Earth prism. When you understand that every single thing that people think they know is a lie and, of course, a conspiracy, you get some really fun interpretations of the news. So I am looking forward to that. Chrissy, people... Well, yeah, I, I've interviewed a flat earther on my podcast. His it's name is David Weiss. He was David really Weiss. interesting. He's the other guy. David Weiss. He's yeah. the other guy from the Flat Earth Podcast, which is why we did that yeah. show, because he was on The Dick Show, and that guy is next-level retarded. He's got a flat earth app too. I know. He's, he's always selling it too. It's like this, it's some, it's like a time zone thing or I. Yeah. It, yeah. It has something to do with astrology. And I was like, you know what? Why not? It's, it's, it's good to keep an open mind and think about what if. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready to go there on that one. <sighs> I, I have an open mind on a lot of things. I mean, fuck, I referenced lizard people earlier today, but the the flat earth thing is where I kind of like, yeah. eh. Flat <laughs> earth is like, even if that's true, like, how does it really change my life? Like, how does it really change the way I do anything? Like, not, not really, as far as conspiracy theories goes, like. Well, I'll tell you how it does, because I just listened to this podcast, so I'm filled with knowledge on this. When you realize that the earth is flat and that Satanism is running our world, you'll know that God exists and you have a purpose in life and you are not just some random accident spinning on a ball mm. through space, 
but you were created for a reason by the creator and there's more to life there's an afterlife and you need to live your best life and go to heaven it, these people are all just religious nuts is what but i believe like. a lot of that without also yes. having to believe that the earth is flat like i do feel like everyone <laughs> has a purpose and and if you've made it to be born you're pretty special i agree that could have been easily swallowed that, that's, this is true. <laughs> Everyone has a purpose and that is to shave their balls with Manscaped, yes. <laughs> the Lawnmower 3.0. Chrissy, where can people find you? Oh, yeah. Check out the Chrissy Mayer podcast on iTunes, YouTube, Spotify, SoundClouds. I've got four new episodes coming out every week, Tuesday through Friday. Jesus. And then check out the Wet Spot on Compound Media Mondays at 7.30 p.m. And check out the Domestic Terrorist Stand-Up Tour. All my dates are on ChrissyMayer.com. Um, I'll be going to Delaware, Florida, Jersey, Nashville, uh, Texas. So making the rounds please support, be, support yeah, Chrissy. performing in a city near you yeah get out there support her let her know that WATP sent you Chrissy very funny comedian and we appreciate your time coming on the show also I've noticed that you're sitting in for the second half of uh, Anthony Cumia's show on Mondays a lot lately oh yeah yeah it's you know I'm just I'm just there hanging out early before my show and just sort of you know just trying to keep Anthony from getting sad. I don't know. No, he's fine. He'll be fine. I just uh well, Dave Landau left, so of course Chrissy sees this as the opportunity to organically oh, yeah. become. And guys, the... check me out. I'm gonna be on uh Timcast IRL on March twenty second. Oh so sweet. tune into that. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we found out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush bits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Fucking cares! Fucking thing sucks! This dude is fucking corn. Bullshit! You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. Subreddit News with correspondent Pat Broad. Moogie and Magi writes, this week's episode brought to you by Low Hanging Fruit. Accomplished Ant asks, who is this loser tab with Carl who doesn't know anyone Carl is talking about? Doesn't know ONA Universe. Doesn't know Stuttering John. P.S. He might be better off not knowing. Uh, look here, man, posts. Holy fuck, Carl. Only you and Dick Masterson still give a shit about Maddox. Jesus Christ. Gangrenously shares. Carl's smoochy smooch noises made my skin crawl. Joe2500. Wow. This fuckface streamer should be put to the sword. I would rather listen to triggered fatties than a fake-voiced banana puss boy. Carl, kill yourself. Some kind of cave demon writes... Dipping into massively cringe Twitch streamers could be a fun segment from time to time. Tricky how a lot of Maddox's pathetic delivery is visual, though. You can't see the madness in his eyes this way, you know? Earl of Turdshire had this to say. Reddit News Girl's voice sounds hot. 
I bet she has a cock and ball torture fetish. Chico Ruizing says, I had to pull over my rig before I sharted from laughing over Carl's portrayal of stuttering John in Streetlight Memoirs. Gooch Dog opines, all that talk of a live show. No matter where it is, no matter when it is, you just know that the isotopes will miraculously be there as well. Waste of time. Either get a vocalist or get off the pot. Gamron WV points out, Casey in a chicken mask and underwear is not a bonus episode, Carl. <laughs> but Andy Rules counters with, I don't know, when I saw those pictures, I had a bonus episode, if you know what I mean. Vic! Hello, Carl. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Uh, fantastic. I guess it's my weekend with the annoying kid, huh? So our friend Casey is out canoeing. She sent us a, a photo of her and her grandma glasses on the <laughs> river. And so poor Vic, who's partying all weekend and is probably drunk right now, is yeah. forced to pitch hit for her. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I'm always ready to pitch for Casey. Don't you worry. Oh, I appreciate that. Vic, did we get any reviews recently that you want to read for us? Yeah, quite a few, actually. Oh, uh, the first one is, you guys are fucking embarrassing. Damn. This show is so fucking dumb. <laughs> not sure how you can review something when you simply do not understand. Uh, I think that's probably a one-star review. It didn't seem very positive. <laughs> well, absolutely. See, uh, now that would be a funny five-star review. Rather than put in any references, just, like, seriously bash us. Would be funny. <laughs> Um, yeah. Now, yeah. What the fuck is the point, Carl? People fucking hate you. What do you want? What do you want? What are you going to do? I don't know. But this next one is, uh, it's ironic. Carl, the host, makes a podcast where he trashes podcasts that most people have never heard of. But every single thing he says about their podcast, he's doing the exact same thing. The only, the one thing I wish he would do is stop, take a breath, then talk. When he gets excited, he screams out in excitement. That's what I want <laughs> to hear in my ears. This show stinks on ice. If you know the ancient Opie and Anthony show, this is Jocktober, but a poor imitation. Avoid this mess. It's Jocktober minus all the funny people who used to be part of Jocktober. I mean, what else can I say? That was a lengthy one. I'm feeling like maybe it wasn't a positive review. Mm, that's correct. It was a one star. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, the girthy ones are always to. the worst. They kind of mask how many one stars you get now. It's harder to find out what the total number is. I think you just have a shit producer. <laughs> it's possible. We got to be close uh, to a thousand one star reviews though at this point, I would think. Yeah, we used to keep tallies on that. I right? know. They're piling up. Oh my God. Um, Carl is king is the next one. All Love right. the show, Carl. I always enjoy you on the Drew and Mike podcast, as that is how AI was introduced to WATP. Would love to hear you discuss Bloodbath podcast. My wife has it on at night, and I believe it has two or three chicks that might be comedians. Hmm. Bloodbath podcast. Is that about having your period? Oof. Yeah, but like they just collect it in a bathtub yeah. and then bathe in it. Um you know, people actually do that, Carl. Like, there's fucking bitches who, like, claim they're witches, and they, like, collect their tampon blood in, like, a Dixie cup and, like, put it on their face. And you know about this because... Uh, I don't fucking know. I, I, I'm just around, Carl. You had some friends at Panera Bread, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Chrissy. You know, there's a lot of witches in the Navy, too, surprisingly. Oh, I think Chrissy just left. I was going to ask her to comment on that. 
<laughs> she knows about saving your tampon blood. Uh, all right. What else we got? Uh, you have one more. Fake Dr. Pepper. Who's next, Mr. Pibb? Have Kroger back on so that he might tell us tales of his family's grocery riches. Does he live in a grocery bag mansion or is it a normal house with a giant Kroger sign on the side to let everyone know that he's grocery rich? So someone really hopping on that Crozier sounds like Kroger's yeah. joke. <laughs> I'm guessing that it's a five-star. I guess, yeah, I think so. But I'm guessing it's a five-star review. Yeah, that was. It was really unfortunate. All right, let's uh, let's play some voicemails real quick, and then we'll learn all about Vic's uh, weekend plans. Stop being fucking corny. And you know what? Stop crippled Jesus. Nobody likes it. It's a fucking tired concept. Kill yourself. This voicemail came in from Las Vegas. Oh, gross. Oh, someone just posted what you were talking about in the Discord. I deck. fucking told you, man. Uh, I hope that that's fake. It's um, not. That voicemail we just heard, if you think that that guy was acting drunk, that came in at 3.30 a.m. Vegas time from Vegas. There were four calls in a row. I'm not going to play all of them for you, but I will play this one because he will not remember that he made this phone call. I guarantee you. He is smashed. Why should I be fucking subjugated? To fucking unfunny dick master thing. Like fucking Stevie from fucking. Uh, <laughs> uh, why should I be subjugated? <laughs> why should I be subjugated to like unfunny fucking Stevie from Malcolm the Middle? No reason, sir. Oh, I did like the little thing where I fucking posted a, you know, oh, oh, my, uh, my feminist theories class. Fuck off. Fuck all this bullshit. Why the fuck? Is he on every single podcast I listen to? Fuck off. Your bad taste of podcast would be the answer to that question. I'm sure Cripple Jesus would be a decent dude if I hung out with him in person. But, like, why are we keeping up this stupid bit that sucks? Bit sucks. Fuck off. Oh, wow. I'm called from who are these? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I thought that I thought that was pretty fun. And I like playing that because maybe that person will hear himself and get help. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus my God. Christ. Is that what I did? You're a good man, Carl. Yep. That's why I do it. To help Carl, you're such a cuck. Every single fucking time you're like, oh, like fucking keep it under 45 and then you play like completely blasted fucking people it's great <laughs> i like this is becoming a thing now because vic texted me today that i'm a cock too this is twice that she's called me a cock today hmm. <laughs> i don't like this uh this new narrative that you have going yeah i'm gonna fuck your wife carl <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time 
All right. This is Tucker Dixon calling in about Casey. Hey, Carl. Tucker Dixon here. I uh, just saw your latest set from Casey there. I'm getting closer to believing that they're G-size, but I'm not quite there, Casey. Really need, I don't know, one, maybe 200 more pictures yep. of you scantily clad or nude, whatever. I mean, yep. I, this is for science, Casey. Mm -hmm. Please, we need to figure this out, whether you're lying about the size of your breasts to see if we can trust women. Anyways, Casey, just post those two, three, four hundred pictures. Um, you can directly send them to me uh, or, or Carl. He'll he'll call me back and describe them in great detail to me because Carl always calls me back. Anyways, Tucker out. Tucker is bringing up a lot of good points there. A lot of good points. He's a man of science. Hey, so... I was just listening to, I don't know what episode number, but the music one, it was going all right. <laughs> and then I started getting high, and I found out that Jason ate bad chicken and it made him gay. <laughs> Call me back. I think that the music episode is actually going to be considered brilliant at some point. People are going to look back and go... God, we all hated it, and yet it was the most amazing thing. It's going to be like The Simple Life. <laughs> we look back. You'll be listening to it with your friends that come <laughs> yeah. over. Hey, you guys want to hear something? You guys want to hear this podcast? <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. I'm just glad you're old enough to be senile, Carl. Yeah, like me too. Me too, because if I actually understood what people were saying to me, I'd be very depressed. <laughs> uh, Andy, trucker Andy, called into the show and uh, wanted to... Give us some information here. Andy here. Since your first review girl became a cow and the current one is becoming a chicken, what's the next review girl going to be? A sheep? A pig? Uh, perhaps an alpaca? Just wondering what viscosity and lubricant to buy. Call me back. Toodles. All right. This is a person who thinks I have bad taste in music, which is very similar to Vic's opinion of me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just saw my dog uh, licking his red rocket. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Vic is the best. Uh, Kaylee is shit. Vic at least has the uh, uh, the good intelligence to realize that the Beatles and Ween both suck shit. Um, and uh, I would, I would well, considering an old fucking boomer and still like the fucking Beatles and are so desperate to be hip that you say you like Ween is uh, almost as uh, desperate as... Uh, what was her name? Casey or fucking Kaylee, whatever fucking interchangeable name she has. So desperate for attention. But whatever. Fuck fuck Casey or whatever fuck her name is. Uh I'm still of the opinion that uh Kaya should not only replace you on uh the creep off, you know I'll throw that <clears throat> throw that out there. But also I think you should uh resign and have uh Kai take over your spot on uh who are these podcasts as well. Um yeah, uh, Kaya's great. You suck. Whatever. Beatles still suck. Bye. Kaya taking over for me on both podcasts. That'd be a lot less work for me. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Plus, I like Kaya. Yeah. I'll throw it out there, Kaya. If you want to work for free, you can take my spot, please. Uh, more about Casey's chicken picks, which you can get, of course, at patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Casey, I just saw your chicken picks. They're not bad, but... 
if you really want to win the hearts of who are these podcast fans, you're going to have to show some feet. Living with you two uh, other ones. Come back. All right. Is the feet thing getting old? No, it's not. I'll actually <laughs> respond to his voicemail um, as Casey. Okay. Hi. Um, thank you for giving me a compliment. Um, I'll, I'll show you my icky feet after I go canoeing today. Dead I'll post ringer. them on the Patreon. Thank you. A little bit too much energy there, Vic. <laughs> you gotta slow right. down. Slow it down right. post. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta get that Central Florida type of vibe going there. <laughs> uh, I gotta do more meth then. And then just crash immediately and then call in. Yes. After you crash, that's when you call into the show. Beautiful. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, this is a, in response to when I was talking about Maddox and his vampire erotica that I was goofing on with Tab. Hey, guys. I just want to call about um, criticizing Maddox's short story. Look, it it, it was horrible. The, critici- the criticizing was just horrible. It's funny when you criticize the Fuck Whales book. It's because he spent probably years of his life writing that piece of shit. But this thing was made really quickly, and I don't give a shit about it. You guys are spending more time criticizing it and picking it apart, a a fucking short story made on a live stream, than he probably spent writing it. So, you know, that's all I got to say. Don't call me back. Not true. Maybe I should have pointed this out, but I watched him write the story. And I watched all the different iterations it went through and all the changes. I think I did point this out now I think about it. He spent a long fucking time writing the story. We did not spend as much time goofing on it as he spent writing it. And yeah, I agree. If you put me on the spot and said, write a story about a vampire fucking a robot, it wouldn't be gold. All right. I like it. <laughs> it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the greatest thing ever, but god damn that sucked. He's he's devoid of humor. He's forgotten how to be funny. I mean, he had the boner sound effect. So he had that going for him. But So you're going to call that guy back? Or other than that, he told me not to. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, here's a vote coming in for the location of our live show this summer. Hey, this is Kay Ross. Just got done with this week's episode. Uh, if you guys want to do a live show, I think Detroit would be a great spot. Get all of us DMP guys to come out. Uh, keep his voicemail under 45, which from now on should be referred to as a small Jackson. All right, go fuck yourself. Don't call me back. Thank you for that, Small Jackson. And uh, Detroit has gotten a few votes. I've heard from Dallas. I've heard Nashville. Um, Gary, Indiana. We're not going to fucking Gary, Indiana, producer Chris. Someone suggested it. I don't know. (laughs) Although that's probably in the range for Vic. If Rick wanted to come and uh, read some reviews at the live show. Uh, Sure, if I can make it. I mean, you know. Uh, I'm in, I'm in Chicago. Yeah, and Gary's not that far from so, Chicago. No, it's not. I could do it. I would fucking do it, Carl. What Probably do you want from me? Drive through some I'd nice neighborhoods. I'd be so excited to fucking see your ugly face in <laughs> fucking person, Carl. I just love to fucking waste my goddamn fucking weekend reading goddamn reviews and listening to your fucking <laughs> shitty ass <laughs> podcast. Hey. The whole thing. I can't even skip it. <laughs> I know. That's the worst part about the live show. You can't skip it. Even the parts I will definitely take out. You cannot skip. Yeah. It does suck. Uh, and yet here we are. All right. Let's uh, see what else is going on. Carl, how 
dare you sully the voicemail segment with that dumb song that you played on that last week's episode. And also, too, nobody likes fucking hearing you talk about fucking music. It's annoying as shit. And if you keep talking about music all the goddamn time, the Bills are never going to win the Super Bowl, asshole. <laughs> Call me back. All right, then I'll stop. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh... Oh, hey there, Carl. My, uh, I heard about what you're saying about Monchomatix on your podcast. <laughs> I just got to tell you to stop, Carl. <laughs> Please stop. You know, Monchomatix, he, he's had a, had a couple of freaky poos. Couple of couple of cores light, and you know that's oh you wouldn't like it when he does that. That's what he. A lot of his best ideas there, Carl. Like 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 another lawsuit. You better watch out, Carl. <laughs> better watch out. <laughs> I did it. It's a good banana dachshund. That is a five star voicemail. Yeah, seriously, that's well done. It was better than my impression of uh, Husey earlier today. All right. Hey, Carl. It's uh, CJ. CJ. I'm uh, calling you from, uh, I'm laying on the apartment on my, I'm laying on the floor of my apartment. Well, get up. Uh, I had to sell my wheelchair to make my bail for this uh college court hearing and i just want to let you know i i love the show buddy uh it was really nice to hear you guys rag on opie again you and mancocks uh a fantastic show buddy i think he's trying to make me feel bad dick was trying to make me feel bad too for getting him in trouble I don't feel bad. Good. <laughs> I don't feel I, I bad can, at all. I can tell. You're smiling <laughs> a lot. He sent me the clips. <laughs> we played them. We laughed. Yeah, that was the long and short of it. It was fun. Oh, I was on, I should have brought this up sooner. I was on uh, Who's Right earlier this week because D- Doug was talking about how we bought Press House Coffee and it's delicious. And he was he was excited that he got 20% off with the promo code WATP. I'm not making this up. This is true. And Anthony goes. Wait, what was the promo code? WATP. Oh, okay. 20% off. Okay. Gotcha. First order. Anthony from Who's Right is going, fuck advertising. You got ripped off. So I watched this segment and I was like, Doug, can I call into the show and talk to Anthony about this? So I went on and, and debated Anthony a bit. And uh, this is a response to my appearance on there. Carl, you're an absolute saint for trying to go on to Who's Right and debate Anthony. That man is, he's not just borderline retarded, he is retarded. Every time I hear him speak, it um, I, I lose brain cells. And you know how I know I have a terrible opinion? Is when he and I hold the same opinion. God bless you, Carl. Anthony is impossible to debate because... He takes both positions and he'll contradict himself in the middle of a sentence. And you're like, oh, but then, okay, so we're on the same page now? Like, fuck, dude. What are we, do- what are we talking about then? It's very annoying. Hopefully the next time I go on Who's Right, it won't be to debate Anthony. Hey, Carl, it's Teresa. Just wanted to say I loved your parents on Who's Right. Thank How you. you managed to not have, like, 
lose your collective shit on Anthony I is did. beyond me. But no, I was just laughing the entire time. It was great. All right, coming back. Bye. Thanks, Teresa. Who knew Teresa was a Who's Right fan? Hmm. I guess they're big in the Midwest. I think they're a Midwest kind of show. That's what people are into. All right, well, Vic has left. <laughs> Vic just was like, all right, I'm fucking out of here. She, uh, I think she's in the middle of a bender. So I, I, I want to thank her very much for filling in for Casey, who's enjoying the nice warm weather that they have down there in Florida. And I want to thank all of you fine folks for hanging out with us in the Discord. It was kind of Chrissy's debut, if you think about it. She's never been a co-host. She's come on the show. She was, all right, she was supposed to be. But she's, she's come on the show to do little segments and stuff. But I thought she did a great job. And uh, yeah, it was I agree. perfect to have her talking about Paris Hilton because so many mean things I wanted to say would have come off a little differently if Chrissy weren't agreeing with every single one of them. This is it. It's over. Okay? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Hey, bye. goodbye. But again, we're only here for one thing, all right? With the briefcase, we're only here for one thing. And that is for me to get... The fuck out of here. Uh, Bye-bye. What's up, bitch? You're listening to Who Are These Fucking Podcasts. Polish people are stupid. Fact. Welcome to Who Are These Podcasts. White Power. Hi, this is High Pitch Eric. And you're listening to Who Are These Podcasts. Chinese people smell. I don't know. Who gives a shit? Why am I even still doing this? I'm out of here.